Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, hello. I hope you are having an amazing day. I got a new microphone, so I hope this is sounding crisp and clear for you. I had been using a little... Um, microphone that I had attached to a water bottle because it didn't actually have a stand. I used that for so long. And then I used another one that I had found in my closet. And you know what? Sound is important. And I thought, you know what? I deserve to get a nice microphone after doing 60 some podcasts. So I treated myself to this very nice Yeti microphone. Um, So I hope you're enjoying it. Today, I want to talk about a restless mind because I just got off of spring break with my kids (laughs) and I can tell you that I worked very hard at matching their enthusiasm for the break. I'm just not really good at relaxing and resting and it seems like my kids and kids in general are so good at just living in the moment and appreciating breaks and appreciating hard work and just really being genuine about how they feel. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of explore why we struggle with relaxation, especially when we're super high achieving women and we want to do more, but we also know that there has to be some rest and relaxation in order for us to do more. So when I was doing some research, I actually found that there were 46% of the women that were surveyed that stated they had trouble relaxing. Now this wasn't even in general. The specific question that they had asked was during planned times of dedicated rest, like vacation or weekends, are you able to relax? And 46% said no. So why is this? Because it's very clear our human bodies require rest and relaxation. So why does our brain make it so hard to do even when it's planned, even when you've worked really hard and you're preparing, and it's not even something you're randomly doing. This is something you've planned and it's still hard. Because this restlessness is just this feeling of you know constant unease and this inability to feel peace. And it kind of manifests in different ways in us. And it can be anxiety, insomnia, physical discomfort, And what I found is that there are actually five common reasons that high-achieving women struggle with relaxing. And there's probably more, but these have stood out to me the most in my coaching practice and with the research that I've done. So to get you prepped for these five reasons, I want you to do something for me. I want you to take two deep breaths. And don't fast forward this part. There's a reason for this, which I'll explain soon. So ready? I want you to breathe in and then breathe out. I want you to breathe in again and breathe out. I want you to lean in to that voice that's maybe telling you this is pointless. This is ridiculous. Those deep breaths actually activate the relaxed part of your brain. 
So it's okay if you're struggling to do this because so many times we actually hold our breath throughout the day when we're anticipation or um, nervous or excited, and that can activate um, the other part of our brain that's like fight or flight. Oh my goodness, we're not getting enough oxygen. So taking those deep breaths, allow yourself to start to relax. And you can really be encouraged too that relaxing is just another thing that you can learn. They've done a lot of research that says that our brain can be rewired. So if you struggle with relaxation and you actually want to relax, there are ways to do that. And you've already learned a lot in your life. So this is something that you can also learn. Now, these five reasons I'm going to share, um, they also have some practical edits associated with them that you can apply if you want, because my mission is to equip and encourage high-achieving women to create that order in their life so they maximize their impact. And honestly, when I reflect on all of it, all the clients, my friends, myself, relaxing is a priority in those women's lives who are most fulfilled who experience the most peace, who are the most happiest when they actually allow themselves to relax. So I just want to remind you that relaxation is experienced differently by everyone. Uh, definitely um, even to the season that you're in, right? If you've got new new little babies, like your relaxation, it may just be the hour that grandma comes over and holds baby, right? Whereas my kids are older and they can kind of go off and play and I can allow myself to relax a little bit longer. There's different seasons. So just don't compare yourself, your relaxation to what other people do. This is where you really need to be aware of who you are and what your desires are and your needs are. So you are uniquely created and you have special ways that your mind and your body and your soul need to be nourished. So not that you need permission from me, but you officially have permission to consider adding relaxation into your life. Because by the way, Jesus rested and relaxed. He could have healed more people. He could have saved more souls, but because he was human, he understood that in order to maximize his impact, he required that rest and relaxation. And the Bible documents numerous times that Jesus retreated to pray and to take a nap. So you have permission from me and most importantly, what was modeled by Jesus. So let's dive into the five reasons that you may be struggling with relaxation. The first one is needing a dopamine hit. When you have a low dopamine level, you tend to be excitement seeking. Um, A lot of women who struggle with ADHD, this is something that they um, really could probably resonate with because they have a lower dopamine level. And so they kind of need that drama. They need that excitement and relaxation almost is like another word for being bored. Um, Relaxing does not resonate (laughs) with many women um, who, especially those that have ADHD and which um, if my kids heard that I said boring, they would probably make me do jumping jacks because that's not necessarily a word that we use in our home, but it is very important to understand that if you hear the word relax and something triggers within you, be aware of that. Do you feel like it's boring? Do you feel like it's stressful to relax? Um, Just be really aware of how you respond to that. 
Now, any type of excitement, whether it's committing to another activity you don't have time for, staying up late watching a show, or even getting like the latest drama update, um, watching the news, scrolling on social media, um, that boosts dopamine in the brain. You get that dopamine hit. So needing that dopamine hit makes you seek out that activity, which is the opposite of relaxing. Relaxing is allowing your body to be refreshed and not require your brain or your body to do much more than just be. So one of the relaxation or a couple of relaxation edits you can add into your life is actually um, being aware of your diet. So eating a higher protein and lower carbohydrate diet, getting consistent sleep, listening to music, identify the thrill-seeking activities that you seek out to avoid relaxing and resting, and then also even taking nutritional supplements to increase your body's ability to create dopamine. Now, the second um, reason that you may be struggling with um, relaxation and just kind of this restless mind is that we actually have two systems in our body that help us function. One gets us excited and one calms us down, um, but they work together for an optimized life. We need our calming system, known as the parasympathetic nervous system to relax us, so we can use the full function of our planning part of the brain. And it counterbalances the sympathetic nervous system, which helps us react quickly to situations that come up. The challenge is when the excitable system, um, that sympathetic nervous system gets stuck on. When we're just constantly in this like activated nervous energy, we're always managing stress, we're always in a rush, we're just always going. And that can get stuck on. And you see, staying in that excitable stage actually interferes with the body's relaxation mechanism, making you feel restless and anxious, panicky, overstimulated, or even sleepless. So this is the case, even when you try to relax, you aren't able to shake off those feelings. So this is just kind of a a good point to kind of evaluate when you think about relaxing, is it because you want to be constantly going that you are just so used to like that nervous energy, that constant, and it's different than the dopamine hit. It's it's almost like um, you have to achieve, you have to do, you have to go because maybe you're afraid if you don't. If you stop, that you're not going to start again. So many times I've worked with my clients when they're like, I'm juggling all of these things. And if I, if I slow down, I may accidentally drop one or all of them. And I don't know if I can pick them all back up and start juggling again. And this is where I step in and I remind them that maybe this is an opportunity to drop everything and to be more intentional about what you're juggling. So you get to decide what you pick up and start to put it back into your life. So it's okay sometimes to slow down and to really evaluate like where you're spending your time, doing a time audit, doing an activity audit. Are these things bringing me joy? Are they bringing me closer to the person that I want to be, to my goals? Now, some of the relaxation edits that you can do to kind of help you get out of that fight or flight is guided meditation, prayer, breathing, talking with a coach or friend, exercise, and again, calming supplements. I really have found that when I've been stuck in fight or flight, when I'm just kind of like buzzing, you know, you're just kind of like energetic, um, verbally processing has been very helpful. I've had coaches that have been really been able to pour into me and repeat back what I'm 
I'm saying and I'm able to see things from a different perspective and really make shifts quicker than trying to figure it out myself. Now, the third reason that you may be struggling with relaxing is just constantly being overstimulated. If you're constantly flooding your mind with information, data, lights, sounds, smells, to-do lists, images, opinions, all those things, your brain circuits work over time, making you feel chronically anxious and unsettled. It's hard to relax when you've created habits that your brain is seeking out, like for this next chaotic stimulating situation. Some personal examples of situations where I've identified that I get overstimulated are spending time in a nursery. I used to volunteer at our church in the nursery, and I just realized it was miserable. I was not the person that I wanted to be, and so I no longer do that. I decided to actually take a step back and work in the uh, security. And security is is my jam because it's not overstimulating. It honors my personality and I'm able to use my strengths. Being overstimulated is when you're kind of put yourself in situations where you just, there's so much and it's probably playing into your weaknesses and not your strengths. Um, Another thing is hosting kids' birthday parties. That is super overstimulating. Um, So we've actually decided to have smaller birthday parties so that way our kids aren't overstimulated because I found that my girls actually got upset at birthday parties because they were trying to see everyone and it was just too much. So helping them make those choices too has been really helpful. Also drinking too much caffeine um, and loud music with people shouting over it, trying to communicate. Um, Again, these are just some ideas of things that have made me overstimulated. Watching crazy action dramatic movies and being touched constantly (laughs) from my children. And I say these things, as you can tell, I've become very overstimulated with children, but I love my girls, but I've had to create boundaries so that way I can operate the best version of myself. And it is okay to ask your kids to stop touching you. It is okay to have smaller birthday parties because it's overwhelming. It is okay not to volunteer in your nursery at your church or go to your kid's class if it is so overstimulating. Now, this is an opportunity maybe to kind of grow, but not if there is a common theme and there's no joy and you're not able to operate from like the best version of yourself. So some relaxation edits is to decrease how much media you watch and listen to. Um, You can set screen time limits on your phone for the outlets you've become dependent on. Um, Also, give yourself time to transition. This has been a huge thing that I've been working with some of my clients on is when they come from a high-stress job and then they go home and then their kids are like excited to see them as they should be, but they need that time to transition and to calm themselves from one chaotic situation to the other. Now, the fourth way that you could struggle is that you're just unsure what to do when you want to relax. We can get so comfortable with busyness and the lack of downtime that we don't even know what to do with ourselves when we have that free time. I'm in the same boat. Um, You know, we sometimes haven't even taken the time to do an inventory of what we enjoy and what we're interested in. And that can leave us feeling empty and 
unfulfilled if we're not doing things that bring us joy. And a busy and chaotic pace can also lead to an adrenaline addiction. Um, I actually talk about this on my podcast, The Drug of Efficiency, which I'll um, drop in the show notes. But this idea that you just want things efficient, you want things quickly, you're just ready to go, 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 that can be a very, very challenging thing because then you don't actually give yourself time to figure out what you enjoy. You're just reacting versus responding. Um, And in um, a book called Addiction and Grace, the author points out that our brains actually become used to having this extra shot of adrenaline that we need to get through our overpacked schedules. And when we finally do have the downtime, our brains start experiencing withdrawal. Y'all, withdrawal because we get so addicted to a fast pace of life and we crave our fix, this busyness, because that's what we're used to. And again, this kind of relates to the the first point of this dopamine hit. But again, the reason that we're unsure what to do is because we're in this fast pace of life. And so if we can start slowing down, that will allow us to create more margin in our life so we can really evaluate what does bring us joy? What does excite us? And that would be one of the relaxation edits I suggest is making a list of the things you enjoy doing. Schedule time to relax so you can mentally prepare um, and invite someone who has a calming presence to hang out with you and see what they enjoy doing. I know that I've got several friends who do a great job of just enjoying life and relaxing. Um, if you know any Enneagram 7s, they just have fun. They know what brings them joy. <laughs> and so hang out with them and just learn from them. And so you don't have to do this on your own. Bring, again, maybe some calming people around you to help you relax if you're having a hard time. And the last is um, avoidance. And this is something that I've definitely found myself in at times. Sometimes we're unable to rest because we don't want to let our brain think about certain topics. And uh, continuing in busyness and in chaos can be a passive way that we avoid having to sit and ponder um, the challenges like painful relationships, unfulfilling jobs, or even just, again, negative emotions. When we stop moving, the reality of all those things can come rushing back and it can feel really overwhelming. So we just keep going so we don't have to think. And we keep reacting and putting out fires instead of figuring out what is causing the fire. I really encourage you, again, to kind of think about relaxing and what comes up for you. What's your struggle What is the reason that you have a hard time with it besides maybe just busyness? Are you avoiding sitting with your thoughts, being by yourself? Um, Here are some relaxation edits for the avoidance. Um, So take an audit of your emotional well-being. And again, this is just kind of writing out how you feel and how you want to feel and writing out... um, maybe some of the things that you are avoiding, and maybe it's not time quite yet to address them, but at least acknowledge, yep, I'm avoiding this. (laughs) So that way you can at least be honest with yourself. Um, Some other options are guided meditation, prayer, and breathing. So again, with this avoidance, sometimes we just need that accountability, that guided meditation, that prayer, that breathing, and hiring a coach too. Sometimes we have these blind spots. We're like, I don't know what I'm struggling with. I don't know what's holding me back. And having someone just to kind of peek into your life and and point out some patterns that you may be missing is so helpful. 
So not being good at relaxing is actually a mindset. Nobody is born with the inability to relax, um, but you have to want it. And if you don't, it's because you may have this false belief that you don't need it or you don't deserve it. And it's important to dig deep and figure out what that belief is and maybe what's holding you back from relaxing. If you're wanting more support in this area of life, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook because implementing relaxation within your life is essential for maximizing your impact and living out your purpose the way that I know that you want to. So here are just a couple other questions that I want to leave you with. Um, Was I encouraged to rest growing up? Like, was relaxing something you were encouraged to do? Was it modeled? Um, Who do I know and respect that models relaxing well? Kind of seek those people out and what has to happen in my life to motivate me to learn how to relax? Like, do you need to be so burned out that your body physically shuts down? I hope not. I hope that you choose to relax because you want to and you get to enjoy it and you don't have to do it because you're so burned out that your body shuts down. And I've I've been there, so I say that with um, passion and love and respect, but don't get to the point where you are so burned out that you shut down and you're not able to um, have the impact that you want to on the world. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I hope there were some nuggets you took away. And if you enjoy my podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it uh, five stars so it's accessible to others looking for the inspiration and practical edits to make in life. And remember, making small edits each day creates big results so you step into your fullest God-given potential. Make it an incredible day.